celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Almost didn't make it to the studio in uh, time. You had me worried. Almost tripped over there. Hey, you know, no animals were, were harmed in the making of this show, but a uh, few humans, a few interns, I almost busted my arse <laughs> getting into the studio today. Sorry. Uh, we're not laughing at you, Hal. Yeah. We're la- no, we're laughing at you. You're yeah, laughing at are. me, let's face it. Hey, today, the top six picks for the holidays for your pets, for your cats, for your dogs, and your humans. Ooh. We have them. We've actually tried, tested, and true products that we've... Uh, it's, it's a tough job, we were the somebody's guinea pigs. got to do it, I tell you. We have a special guest on today. Does she train dogs? Is that what she does? She trains angel service dogs. She has a daughter who's allergic to peanuts. And you know, if oh. I, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about this. People That's who are my aller- favorite cartoon. How could you be allergic to it? No, not the cartoon, <laughs> The edible Bobby. kind. Here, you know why that she's in a booth over there is so that I can't come in and slap her across her face for that. <laughs> uh, peanuts actually can be very harmful for someone who's allergic to them. They come in any kind of contact. Oh, in the same room with a peanut. And there's dogs now, service dogs, that are trained to sniff out peanuts. Wow. How cool is that? They can sniff out anything. Yeah. All you got to do is train them. 1-866-405-8405. The whole dream team here to answer your questions today or to help you. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Uh, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Uh, Vinnie Penns bringing the funny. Susan Sims and Bobby working on news over there. What are you working on? Snooze? Well, actually, uh, we have some good... With the H1N1 virus, all we've been hearing is bad, bad, bad. So we finally have some a little bit of good to go with some cautions, but it it will be H1N1 news coming up for yous in just a few. (laughs) Oh, by the way... Yes. Uh, for your for your Disneyland update, now that we are registered as media members, you can get free passes. Whoa. Okay, really? so we're allowed. Yes, I did not know that either. Thank you so for I doing the legwork on that. I appreciate oh, honey, that. I know. I know. I, so here's here's what I'm going to use two of them in December, which means there's two left that have to be used before the end of this year. Then it goes over for four the whole next year. What? So wait, you need to you Does need that to use them. You Just get four a year, so you got to use. You them. get four a year, so I'm telling you guys, I'm giving you heads up. I'm using two. There's two so that you have, will to have be used in December, and then January you exactly. get four more again. Okay. Exactly. Judy understands. Oh, wow. So I think Bobby's giving away tickets, uh, full VIP <laughs> access tickets right now to Disneyland. No, 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 no. That's, that's no. No, this is one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Stop it. Hey, who is this? Uh, this is Jim. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Okay, yeah, I didn't expect to be on this soon. I'm calling from uh, New Jersey in between two bridges. Um, is that where you live or you, you're driving? I am driving. <laughs> okay. That's a nice little comment, Hal. I just, just wondered. Yeah, well, that's uh, it's an in-between place, right? Anyway, I have a luxury terrier that's 13 years old and has a grade 5 heart murmur. And he has been fainting recently, and he's on the following medications. An Anapril, also uh, furosemide. There's a new one called Vetmedin. And he was recently prescribed with, yes, folks, Viagra. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, one in the AM and one in the PM by his uh, cardiologist. What kind of longevity can I expect this little guy? He still exercises what? quite a bit. You know what? I need to put you on with the veterinarian. I'm just the moron host. And the vet, oh, the veterinarian, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the veterinarian can help you because she actually knows what those medicines are. Okay. <laughs> 
But uh, it's good to hear from you. So hold on for one second, okay? Yeah, sure, sure. Let me put this. Let me put this out there because I, I, I I'm all into good deeds and sure. helping. Disneyland has come up with this wonderful give a day, get a day. Yeah. Which you volunteer at various organizations in your own hometown, uh-huh. and they will give you a one day pass to Disneyland. Cool. Uh, yeah, I've seen well, that on know, TV. Yes, that's and there are a lot of us annual pass holders out there, and I want to put out a challenge to the annual pass holders because we don't necessarily need that ticket. But what I'm planning on doing, and my other pass holder friends uh, in my little group, we're going to go volunteer a day, and then we're taking that pass that we get, and we're giving it to children who would not necessarily get that opportunity to go to Disneyland. Oh, wow. Take that ticket and donate it to a local kid in your area that wouldn't necessarily get that chance. That's so cool. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. The whole gang's here. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie is uh, taking a little break. Where she? She's actually drinking Vlade's tea. I told her oh, not to do that. No, 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 no. Warn her. Not supposed to do that. Oh, no. Can someone drive her home? Yeah. <laughs> no. Stop her now. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, with your dog behavior questions. Vinny bringing the ha-ha and his family. Every weekend, he brings his family into the studio. Hey, I think I it's only it. fair. Hey, we bring our pets. We bring our animals into the studio. Animal communicator Joy Turner with us. Susan Sims. Bobby working on news. Uh, H1N1 news. Apparently, a couple more animals have expired. It's dangerous. Yeah. Felines, especially. Nothing with the dogs yet. Uh, on the dog side, special guest coming on in just a few minutes. Uh, her daughter has an allergy to nuts, and she's uh, trained a dog to sniff out the nuts wherever they go. Cool is that? And it's, a, and it's a service dog, and she's actually created uh, angel service dogs. We'll talk to her in just a few minutes. Also, from Disney, they are releasing the big 2D animation movie, just like old time. This Friday, it's The Princess and the Frog. Hey, you got it right. And we have one of those zippity, high-energy learning systems for it's the kids. Kind of like a Wii for children. Get some dancing, jumping, yeah. playing, and learning with the uh, Disney characters they love. Plus two movie t-shirts. Frog slippers and mini posters. Yes, I'm going to try on the frog slippers before I send them out to you when you win this. I think they're for kids now. Probably won't fit in them, huh? Okay. That's all before the end of the show today. Hey, Vlade, how are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you. Very excited. It's my second uh, winter in California. Really enjoying this winter. You know, I forgot the time when I was shoveling the snow and pick up the leaves. Yeah, in Michigan. We don't don't have winters in California. Not in Southern California. No, we sure don't. You must uh, really miss Michigan, though. Yeah. (laughs) Not at this time of the year. You know, it's a great time in Michigan. Great weather during the uh, summer. But around this time, I better be here. We're going to go to the phones in just a couple of minutes. You ready to take some calls? 1-866-405-8405. Hi, Patty. Hi there. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Where are you? Um, I'm in McCallsburg, Pennsylvania. Oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> sounds lovely. I'm, I'm thinking very pic- picturesque there. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was prettier before all the leaves started to come down. But it's, it's nice here. So how are your pets? What's going on with your yeah. animals? Um, well, I was telling the lady, she was pretty upset with me when I told her I had my kitten declawed, but um, 
She had surgery on Tuesday. She was installed and spayed. She's six months old, a rescue. All my animals are rescues. Okay. Um, and we picked her up on Wednesday. And, of course, we have to have the special litter for her since her surgery. Okay, and yeah. Yeah, she had a little accident on my bed. <laughs> on mm, a wet accident or a solid accident? <laughs> uh, a wet one. Okay. Wet one. And she gave me no indication that she needed to use the litter box. And okay. um, I was concerned about that, um, but after I talked to whoever answered the phone there, she she told me, you know, that her, her paws are sore and she probably doesn't like digging in the litter and she was on a nice soft spot which yeah she was and she just Mm -hmm. let it go and I was concerned that I was you know that this was going to be a thing you know that I was creating a problem here Okay. Well, let me jump in here, Patty, because there's a couple things that um, this is kind of a recent timing from when her surgical procedure happened. So there's a couple factors that can really be at play. And I know everyone's got different opinions on declawing, and my job's not to yell at you or to make you feel bad. Um, but we would counsel you on things to be expecting after a pet with a declaw surgery. And, and two of the big things is, one is we are disrupting their litter box habits um, after the surgery. And that can be because of a lot of different factors. One is that, yes, there's post-op pain. So my first my first thought would be I would address and make sure we revisit the pain manage- management protocol and talk to your veterinarian. I like to send kitties home for um, with medication after the surgery for a week on really good opioid medication. And in addition, we use um, a type of a non-steroidal for kitties in the hospital as well. So if you're not giving your kitties something for post-op pain, you need to call your veterinarian and talk to them about that. Yes, yeah, we are. Good, good. Now, the other thing that is important to realize is when we use these special litters after a declaw surgery or a foot surgery, it may not be switching to the, the most favorite uh, litter substrate. And this can happen when we change the litter box up for any reason. Uh, you want to try a new brand. You can have a change in a household. So cats may not like the nice post-op uh, litter that your veterinarian recommends. And it's a substrate substrate preference. So that is not unusual as well. So as much as we want them to use the non-clumping litter that doesn't irritate their toes or cause infection, sometimes we have to have a common ground and meet the kitty there. So I'll get kind of creative in the litter pan. And if we can't use these clumping litters or the regular litter, um, you know, we can try modifying things. Sometimes we'll put the old litter under a little plastic liner so they can see it and even still get that feeling of scratching it um, Mm -hmm. and try to make it as accommodating as possible. Because yes, if we don't correct this habit, we can have a problem for a long-term pattern. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would certainly see about maybe switching out things in the litter box. Um, And in some cases, I'll even move the litter box to a new location. Keeping in mind postoperatively, when we get surgery, we don't always want to move everywhere. So Mm -hmm. keep it close to your kitty. Make it easy for her to get there. And the other things are that anytime we have surgery or a pet sick, if they experience discomfort in the litter box, and it doesn't matter what actually causes it, whether a uh, an iron falls off of the uh, the counter and scares them, or if they have post-op pain, anything that adverse happens while they're in that litter pan can set a pattern for fear of going into that litter pan. So sometimes moving things around to a new location is just a good, simple idea um, to try to kind of give her alternate locations. Okay. So. Well, I, I was with her all day yesterday, and we also have another cat 
she has the regular litter, and her litter box is downstairs in our family room, and the kitten's litter box is in her big doggy crate. Uh-huh. Um, and so, we, you know, I'm following her around. I'm keeping doors closed so she doesn't go down and get in Katie's clumping litter until her paws are healed. Keeping a, a close eye on her, we have had no more accidents. I mean, maybe Good. she just had... Maybe she just had an accident, you know, because she it's, is... It's certainly her. possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sound like you're a very diligent mom there, Patty, following her around and, and tending to her needs. So i um, glad to hear she's feeling better. But keep those tips in mind, should you have concerns from here forward. And it would be amiss if I didn't mention that if you're considering the declaw procedure, please visit our website at AnimalRadio.com to learn a little more about it. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Children at a Swedish school were recently terrorized by a drunken elk. Yes, I said drunk. Officials said the elk might have gotten a little tipsy from eating fermented apples. The elk was thought to have been attracted to the apple trees near the school, and after sampling some, he started acting irrationally. Not driving or anything, just wacky enough to scare the children. In other deer-related news, a Wisconsin woman's decorative ceramic lawn deer was attacked by the real thing, leaving it headless. Police reporting to the scene were able to identify the track marks from a real deer who obviously won the fight. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Find out what we can do for you. Your call is confidential, and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. If you've ever used Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella for birth control, you must listen to this important notice. The FDA says these drugs may cause serious heart and health problems. If you or a loved one took Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella and developed any complications, these pills may be to blame. Call Phillips National Injury Group to protect your rights. If you suspect these drugs may have caused a serious injury, this announcement is for you and your family. Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella may cause deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary heart attack, stroke, or even death. If so, you or your family 
family may be entitled to significant compensation. For legal help with the effects of Yaz, Yasmin, and Osella, call the Phillips National Injury Group at 800-950-1094. That's 800-950-1094. Injured by Yaz, Yasmin, and Osella, call 800-950-1094. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Phillips National Injury Group with offices at 20 East Thomas Road, Suite 2600, 26th floor, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. Admitted in Arizona and California. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, cases of this type may be referred to local counsel for principal responsibility. This is an advertisement and a paid announcer. This is Glenn Close on Animal Radio, urging you to spay or neuter your pet. And welcome to Animal Radio, one 405 8405 celebrating our connection with our pets, as we do every week with Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your most vexing dog behavior issues. A Vinnie Penn bringing the ha-ha funny. Animal communicator Joy Turner at your beck and call, as well as Susan Sims with your travel talk. And Bobby working on news, as well as the social networker here at Animal Radio. And, uh, I am I, just a social butterfly. I understand in the news that you're, <laughs> you're going to be talking about lead in uh, some of the toy products that we could be looking at for the Christmas season. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there are some products that have lead in them. The list we're going to give you today of the top six picks for the holiday season from Animal Radio, none of them have lead in them. I want to tell you that right now, and that's coming up uh, in just a few minutes. And w- Vlade's, what's Vlade doing? He's putting a condom over his microphone. Is that why he always sounds so muffled? Muffled, yeah. As he works his way in the studio. He's making fun of me because I'm doing a story on bison contraception. Oh! oh it's what? very important! That's got a bison contraception? Is it? Yes. Disgust, people. That's coming up in the news. <laughs> wow. I'm sticking around now. Also on today's show, Disney is uh, been nice enough to give us some very nice zippity learning systems to celebrate The Princess and the Frog being released this Friday in theaters. Black Friday was uh, pretty good. A lot of sales up this year. Kind of surprising for a down economy. Well, that's why, because they're really hurting, so they're just lowering Great prices. Offers. Yes. And so hopefully everyone's been shopping for their pets. I have. That's all I buy. You know, all the pictures on my cell phone, all the pictures in my wallet or my cat, and that's who's going to be on my shopping list this year. Lots of catnip in the list. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are all of you guys? Oh, we're awesome. Great. How can we help you? Well, I have got um, a 10-year-old umbrella cockatoo. Who Sounds so nice. Oh, yeah. Beautiful bird. Wonderful bird. Um, In fact, uh, I adopted, uh, uh, we call her 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 Boogie, because I adopted her from the the person that raised him, and she she, uh, had an accident in the uh, incubator, so one bone got kind of curved. Doesn't hurt her or anything, but when she walks, she kind of hobbles and boogies around. We kind of looks like she's dancing. (laughs) But uh, when, when I brought her home, she was bonded with me. And I'm on the road. I'm a trucker on the road. Um, I have my dog with me almost all the time. But over the last few years, really bonded with my wife, gotten to the point to where when I try to get Boogie out of the cage, I'm, I'm in danger of uh, a beak attack, he'll say. Uh-huh. And, of course, uh, umbrella cockatoo is a pretty good-sized bird and can do some damage. Uh, is there any secret to rebonding? I don't know. I, I almost get the feeling she's kind of angry with me, you know? Yeah, yeah. and, you know, biting in birds, um, sometimes it's directed directly to the the 
individual that um, the anxiety is uh, directed towards. In other cases, it can be a, a loving or um, a beloved family member. So in this situation, so you're saying that she was really bonded to you. You've kind of been a bit absent in recent years, so her right. primary favorite person is your wife now. And so she's doing all the feeding. Um, she the handles feeding her regularly. And, oh, yeah, and no problem whatsoever. Never, okay. never a nip, never a touch. Uh, with with my wife at all, you know, now, so it's see, kind of, kind of transferred over. Yeah, and and when birds do this, one of the common reasons, and it may very well be related to your bird's problem, is that um, they form such close social bonds that they have like a pair bonding. So basically, like birds in the wild, they have their little mate that they pair bond with, and in the in the beginning, it sounds like you were probably that uh, individual. And right. if now your wife has become that favored person, her basically pair bond, then it's kind of a protective mechanism that she's using. So it kind of becomes a problem where as much as we love birds and we love to be uh, cuddly with them and very closely interact, sometimes that regular behavior can actually precipitate this type of problem. So the hard thing is that um, the reality is that either you can become a more favored person in the household and or we try to lower the bar of your wife being the top bird. That depends but on how that, motivated. It's going to be difficult with me being gone all week, you know, most of the week. So yeah, and, and of course, small bird, you could go through and even on the weekends, try you know, try to put up with it a little bit and you know, bond with the bird. But boy, when Boogie wants to take a bite, you know, it's 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 pretty serious. You know? It's a powerful beak, yeah. Oh yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's like what four hundred pounds crushing pressure or something. Nice, like, you know, cockatoo. Yeah, you know. So. Well, some of the things that I can suggest, and I, if it works for your situation, one would be that I would try to make sure that when you are around, that you are the center of all good things that come to her. <laughs> and that is going to be anything food, anything edible, and try to do your best to make your presence a positive experience. Now, this would also require your wife to back down some on her social interaction with her. And this is where not everyone is up for my recommendations, but because she is so closely bonded, it would require her to kind of step back from that role, not do a lot of the cuddling behaviors, a a lot of those things that people love about having their, especially their cockatoos, which are such affectionate birds. But those behaviors actually help to strengthen that pair bond that she has with her. So we have to have her step away from that and not become the favorite person again. So this is where I'd say you need to talk to your wife about how motivated she is to work with you on this problem because um, we can do some steps, but it will require some real changes in how the household is structured with her behavior with the bird. Yeah, she would have no problem with that at all. I mean, she's She's uh, open to the whole idea of me being more involved anyway. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's a difficult one. That's for sure. Yeah. And cockatoos, they are just, they are some of the more human-like birds out there. You know, they have sensitive feelings. And, you know, if things aren't quite right in their world, a lot of times, you know, if they don't turn to themselves and pick, they turn to the loved ones and bite. So um, I definitely sympathize with, with your struggles here. And, you know, I hope that we can kind of work with some of those environmental and some of the, the pair bonding issues that you might be having here and see if that can kind of help. Um, but, yeah, I would make sure that you are the one that does all the good stuff, and unfortunately your wife has to be the bad guy. Anything that's unpleasant, any kind of grooming behaviors, anything like that, I would have her do those things. 
Give it a shot. Let us know how it works. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Of course, next Friday, the Frog Princess. No, the Princess, the and, princess the and the Frog. That's what I said. The what Princess and the Frog. Can we change this over here on the board? The Princess and the Frog is out in theaters. And, of course, this is a brand... Can I get the notes on that? There you go. See, I would have had the name right if I had the notes in front of me there. The Princess and the Disney's Frog. Disney's 2D animation. Yeah, and you know what people say? What What is with this 2D? But it's uh, it's a return to traditional 2D hand-drawn animation, just like, uh, what, Mickey Mouse? Wow. Snow White, that's just celebrated its, what, 70th anniversary uh, coming out as the first... Uh, came out in 1939, first full-length animated feature from Disney. Hmm. Wow. Get this voice cast. Includes John Goodman and the... Soon to be extinct, Oprah Winfrey. She's not going to be extinct. She'll, well, she'll, we don't know what she's going to do. Yeah, she, she's actually going to be coming over to host uh, Animal Radio right here. Yeah. Oh, she's That's, got her own network. That. Yeah. She can do whatever she you know, wants. What I worry about Oprah now, of course, if she'll be able to make it. Yeah, financially. I hope she's put enough away. <laughs> you worry about Oprah. You're funny, Hal. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to check out The Princess and the Frog, and uh, it's uh, released this Friday at theaters near you, and you can learn more at the website. Head on over to AnimalRadio.com. Hit the uh, Princess and the Frog logo. It takes you to this great Disney animation. Anyway, we're going to be giving away Zippity Learning Systems. We'll do one this week. We're giving those away? Yes, this is the Princess and the Frog Learning Game. It's uh, a high-energy learning system that gets children dancing, jumping, playing, and learning with the Disney characters they love. Plus, we're going to throw in two movie T-shirts, frog slippers. Oh, I love the frog slippers. Wow. I love the frog. Did you see the frog slippers? I, I have to have those. Oh. I, have I don't think they'll those. fit you. Okay. Can, hey, Disney, can we get a couple extra frog slippers for uh, Bobby? Adult size. Her big feet. Yeah. Her big, my, you know, yeah, I can't fit in kids' size. You it guys can't win. I'm sorry about that. This is all for listeners. <laughs> and uh, mini posters. It's our Princess and the Frog package for you this weekend. We're going to do one this weekend, one next weekend, the following, and all the way up to Christmas here. So it's, Which is, uh, what, well, 20 days we away? Two weeks away, I know. Size 15. <laughs> Animal communicator Joy Turner is with us. Hi, Joy. How are you doing? I'm marvelous, Hal, and what's your world like today? Well, I'm ready to go to the phones and talk to some animals, or let you talk to the animals. I'll just sit here and amused. I'd love to hear you huh. do it. Oh. Yeah, I would, too. I, I, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Angela, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Very good. Be thankful that today we have animal communicator Joy Turner talking to your animals. Hi, Angela. Can you tell me who you'd like to talk to today? Uh, yes, I have a and white cat named Gracie who's going on 10 years old. I'd like to find out if she's happy and content with the way things are going, and does she have any uh, aches or pains physically, and I'd like you to tell her that if anybody leaves another kitten at my house, I would like to keep it, if it's okay with her, and tell her to please don't worry, I will get another pet feeder, an automatic one, so that she will have just as much food, and there will be more litter boxes, and just as much love as she's presently getting, and uh, plus she would have a little companion. Okay, well, the first place she wants to, of course, go to is this little kitty. If somebody leaves one at the door, she says, why are you looking for one, and why are you looking for one? Well, uh, when I got Gracie years ago, it was after I had lost another cat, and I'm just... If somebody leaves one that looks like the cat I lost, I would really like to keep it. She said, well, if it's that one coming back to you, she can't really say she has any problem with that. 
she hopes. Angela, you seem pretty sure that someone's going to leave you a uh, a kitten. Well, you know, people drop off animals from time to time in my neighborhood. Mostly mm. it's dogs, but it hasn't been too long ago when somebody, you know, left a little kitten. But, uh, you know, I, I, I took it to an animal shelter, and I felt really bad about doing it. Gracie wants you to know that if the one that you loved is coming back, she will try her best to accept that one. But she doesn't want you to just take in every one you can find. Well, yeah, that's not not the idea. Uh, what does she say about the other thing? Okay, she says, well, are we in agreement about this kitty first thing? Yeah, but uh, okay, sure. I, I guess we'll both know if it's the right one. I think you probably will. People always have. And so she says about how she's feeling, she thinks she's fine. She thinks that 10 isn't old, although she picks up from you that you think 10 is pretty old for a cat. No, not really. I've, I've had cats live to easily be 16, and, uh, you know, I, I fully expect Gracie to, you know, hang around until she's at least that old. She thinks old to her is 20. Okay, that's good. And she doesn't remember the first question, so what was the first part? Uh, is she happy and content? And is anything I could do to make her happier and all that stuff? Yeah, she goes, no. She thinks it's a pretty good life. She doesn't know what you would change. She said, but if you think okay. of something that'll make it better, feel free to add it. <laughs> okay. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This Healthy Helping of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. A nasal spray used to kill germs and other sinus irritants has shown some promising results in helping animals infected with the H1N1 flu virus. Pharmaceutical Business Review reported a two-week study suggests Sinofresh nasal spray seemed to help infected animals recover more quickly than untreated animals. The data also showed pre-treatment with the spray decreased the severity and in some cases the incidence of infection altogether. And out of Oregon State, the public health veterinarian confirmed November 18th that a cat in Oregon died from the H1N1 flu virus. That's according to the American Veterinary Medication Association. It's believed that the cat is the first feline fatality and the third case in which the cat has contracted the virus, according to the Oregon Veterinary Medical Association. Other two cats were from Iowa and Utah. They both recovered. The cat that died was a 10-year-old male who lived with three other felines that also became ill with different degrees of sneezing and coughing. The other three did not have elevated temperatures, though, and their swabs yielded no positive results for the H1N1. The first cat developed symptoms in Iowa in early November. In the Oregon cases, it's believed that the cats caught the virus from humans in their household who were sick with the symptoms. And out of Florida, my favorite state, town officials have ordered a man to get rid of his 300-pound pet pig. But the owner is saying he'd rather leave town than give up his pet. (laughs) Rob Falk of Southwest Ranches has a Yorkshire pig named Strawberry. And council members have cited Falk's landlord with code violations last summer. And last week, the officials gave Falk just 30 days to remove Strawberry from the home, saying that the town allows only one Vietnamese potbelly pig per household. Mm. Well, Strawberry's not a pot. A Vietnamese populate. She's a Yorkshire. So officials are worried that the pig will get bigger and grow large. Tusks. (laughs) Which apparently they do. (laughs) Falk says the family will move because, quote, the pig is like one of our children. Ah. End quote. 
I'm not sure what that says about your kids. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for traveling with your cat. If she's not familiar with crate travel, consider placing the crate in your home for a few weeks before your departure. Leave the door open and occasionally toss in a treat or two. Sooner or later, your cat will view the spot as a comfortable retreat. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. With uh, 20 shopping days till Christmas, less for Hanukkah, you got to get out there and get your pet's toys. We have our top six picks. Remember all these picks we've been talking about at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Pick number six for us is tested by Ladybug, and it was the dog tornado by the Company of Animals, and it's a four-layer puzzle with rotating discs, and you put treats in them. It's shaped like a bone, but they spin around, and there's like four different levels, and they have little trays, and you put the treats in there, and then you close it back up, and it requires them to push it open, either with their paw or their nose, to get the treats, and they have to think about it. You don't just give the treats right to the dog. they got to work and think about it. Wada, you know how important it is that a dog like ours... Udox is not. Uh, you know my opinion, but but it's a it's a it's a wonderful it's a wonderful toy for all dogs, and I will tell you why. Because you know, uh, like uh, our friend uh, Cesar Milano, all this talk about meeting physical needs, and yes. it's a very important. But it's also important meeting the dogs what mental, mental needs, needs. Yes. mental yes. needs. You know, in Russia we like that playing in the chess, and this is to some degree playing in the chess puzzle wise, <laughs> different variation of playing in the chess uh, with the, for the dogs. So I really love that toy. If you're not going to give them uh, mental activities proactively, it's, it's going to be uh, basically burst in a different type of the undesirable behavior, such as separation anxiety, jumping, chewing, aggression, and so on. Everything that you hear in this top six picks here, they've all been carefully selected and reviewed by at least the animals here. Uh, there's some clothing here that's been reviewed by the staff here. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move to number five. The pick number five. By the way, I want to give out the website on that last one. The Dog Tornado Interactive Dog Games dot com, and we'll list all of this at the website at animalradio dot com. Number five: the Ticks and Fleas stuffed toys from Multi Pet. These are the most adorable <laughs> little things. They're stuffed fleas, just like the title yeah. says, fleas and ticks. And instead of the fleas and ticks biting your animal, your animal will be biting them. <laughs> they make these for both cats and dogs. They most make the, them real small, up to the big big size. size. Huge dogs, yes. Now, why is this toy so important to us? Well, we have a lot of stuffed toys, but this toy right here has actually been around for almost, what, a year and a half? It was the very first toy (laughs) for Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. And it still has all its parts. Nothing's been chewed off. She sleeps with it every night. It's the survivor toy. You know, every dog (laughs) has a one of those toys that they love that's like that raggedy old blanket Uh until it's just all pulled apart. Well, this one isn't pulled apart yet, but... But this is the one that she's holding on to. Uh, learn more about the teas and flicks, the fleas and ticks from Multipet at AnimalRadio.com. Well, hello, Diabra. Hello, Dr. Derry. Hi there. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. You? I can't complain. And, and Hal wouldn't listen, and certainly no one else would listen. <laughs> but my dogs do. So that's the great thing. Do you have doggies yourself? Yes, ma'am. I got one. How's it going? Yeah. Everything going well? Yes, um... Not bad at home in the state of Washington. Uh, three months ago, would not 
let me get her sentinel. They okay. said that um, she has to have blood work done every, okay. every year. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I've never heard of that. <laughs> it's just all of a sudden they done that on me. And um, so she's gone three months without her medication. Oh yikes! Yikes! Now I'm not I'm not sure what the heartworm incidence is in your particular area, but but I can tell you that at my office we do um, and I hate to say require because that's such a bad word, but we do suggest that there's an annual heartworm test when a pet is on preventative. Um, there are a couple reasons for that, and it's part mostly for your pet safety. But the biggest reason is that uh, we know that not every product is 100% effective, and that whether it be shortcomings where a dog might vomit up their pill outside, um, or um, maybe that there's some drug-resistant uh, heartworm strains out there. Um, those are certainly possible causes of why we might be worried that a pet that's on preventative might still get the disease, and that's why we would retest on an annual basis. And there's some seasonality to infections, and um, depending on the you know, where you're at in the country and if you're on year-round or part of the year. So there's definitely some possibilities where we can see a pet that's on preventative getting the disease. And um, She's been on it since she was uh, four to six weeks old, and uh, I'm an over-the-road truck driver, and I've been all over the United States. But oh, yeah. Well, if, and she goes with you? Oh, yeah. She's been with, on the truck since she was four weeks old. And, uh, yeah. She has, so uh, you're... you're you're traveling through a lot of different uh, states then, and, and I would have to say that I, I would endorse that recommendation to have her tested yearly. And, um, you know, even us being the most well-intentioned pet owners, sometimes things can happen, and no medication is 100%. And I'd have to say that there's actually a lot of manufacturers and these drug producers that actually will they will endorse their product and guarantee it if you buy it through the normal veterinary channels. And I can say that for um, the oh, one that's company. That's all I have on any of her stuff is through the veterinarian. And, well, see, I've been giving her the Sentinel, and uh-huh. I've been putting Frontline, that, the one that you get uh, at the vet, uh-huh. on her because in some states they have more of a flea problem or a tick oh, sure. than others. So I, you know, I have those two things on her. <laughs> and I, yeah, you know, and I think I mean you're you're doing a lot of the right stuff, and um, you know, I I think it's great to question as far as and ask why this needs to be done. But I would have to say your pet is probably in a little bit higher risk group because you're going through a lot of different climates, versus you know, say some dog that maybe lives in a dry climate like Las Vegas, where we don't have as much heartworm as some of these other parts of the country. So um, I would have to say I would say that's still a good sound medical decision and I would embrace that what your what your vet has recommended and I think it's it may seem unnecessary but heaven forbid your pet's the one that comes up positive and we are misled believing that the pet is protected so I vote for it my husband had a question he was wondering if uh, pets can get heartworms and humans Cats certainly can, and in in some areas of the country where heartworm is a big problem, the kitties are actually put on preventative. Now, humans, I don't believe they get it because it's it's a little bit different. Um, But, uh, yeah, cats certainly can, and even ferrets have been known to develop heartworm disease. So if you're in an area that has mosquitoes, you should be thinking heartworm for your dogs and cats. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. Vinny Pen, your party animal. Yeah, I'm still with you. 
can't get rid of me that easily. Hit my local Petco to buy our, our fish, Betty, her Christmas present. I mean, why would you not have to uh, pick her up a little something? A little something special. She is part of the family. Just a little something for the aquarium. A little accoutrement. A little uh, new little palm tree for her, her little bowl. And I notice up at the counter, I mean, Petco's obviously your go-to place, but I notice up at the counter that they were selling dog and cat mints. They were in like little tins, like Altoid tins. And there was no, there was nothing farcical about it, nothing tongue-in-cheek about it. It was dog and cat mints. Now, uh, maybe if it had a funny name, like, uh, you know, Kiss Meow. Maybe something like that. I don't know. It's a little bit clever, but it wasn't. It just was in a tin, and it's a dog and cat mint. Now, I've said here before, I'm really not into those owners that basically make out with their pets. They they think it means something to us when their cat leaps up onto the table. That alone, I don't think it's acceptable. But when they proceed to basically French kiss the cat, uh, um, I mean, I'm disturbed by that as it is. These mints are only going to encourage it more. Do they need good breath? I just, I don't understand. What would we do without the saying, oh, that guy, he's got dog breath, man. We can't eradicate that. They're supposed to have bad breath. So needless to say, I apologize to all of you out there who bought dog or cat mints for your pet, which leads us to, uh, to be continued on Party Animal. Animal Radio, Vinnie Penn. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. That's your dog telling you to visit joypetproducts.com. Your dog doesn't want to be cold and wet this winter any more than you do. Visit joypetproducts.com where you'll find the original goose down filled doggy coat. Your dog will enjoy the lightweight warmth and comfort and you'll love the easy wear, easy care. When it's not as cold, pick up a perfect fit embroidered hoodie in designs to fit every dog's personality. All of our items are made in the USA and Canada to fit tiny toys to larger breeds. Joypetproducts.com. Superior quality, great style, happy dogs. Oh, what did he say? He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. 
Okay, thus far, the picks, the top six picks for this year have been kind of dog-centric. Uh-oh. I got something for the cat lovers here. Finally. It's actually for the dog and cat lovers. But, you know, cats are classy. They like classy (laughs) furniture. Uh Uh-huh. And if you have a house that has, you know, it's a contemporary house with contemporary furniture, getting something at the pet store may not fit in with your house when you're looking for furniture. So you're looking for some kind of contemporary, functional, upscale, and yet affordable pet habitats. And that's exactly what the Nico Habitat does. And we have Hitomi Yasuda is on the phone with us. Hi, Hitomi. Hi there. What do you do down there? You top dog? I am one of the top dogs. We love the furniture. We have uh, the bed in studio with us. It's transparent red acrylic, and it has stainless steel legs, and then has a reversible print and then faux fur cushion on it. It's absolutely beautiful. It makes the studio, it makes us look classy here, frankly. (laughs) It's filled with a uh, polyfill instead of foam. Is that for the safety of the animal? Absolutely, yes. I uh, did a lot of research with regards to some of the bad habits that animals have. and Like chewing. I chewy, yeah. Oh, and I myself actually have um, a little Siamese girl cat, and she's notorious for being chewy. Uh. And so the danger is that, you know, if an animal were to ingest some of the urethane foam that is commonly found in cushions and things like that, it can get blocked, you know, in their stomach and in their intestines and things like that. And so I wanted to kind of come up with... Um, a cushion design that still incorporated the nice, cushy, lofty feel, um, but that was going to be safe in case of accidental ingestion. ingestion. And also, too, the construction of it is such that it dries very quickly. So um, after you were to, you know, wash it and things like that, you didn't have to worry about getting that moldy, rotten towel smell for something that took a long time to dry. Also, I want to get it back to my pet as soon as possible. They look for that. They miss that. Yeah, I can't keep it away. you got to sneak it out and wash it real quick and place it back before they know it's missing. The biggest test of any cat or dog bed, all of the studio animals are using it. All the studio cats are using it. The studio dog is using it so far, and it's absolutely beautiful. We love it where it is there. I'm going to give out the website. It's nicohabitat.com. Now, I want you to remember, because I I rattle these websites from today's countdown off. I I go, nicohabitat.com. People are like, what? How am I supposed to? All of these URLs from today's show are over at animalradio.com. It's the top six picks. Nico Habitat coming in number four with the dog and cat beds. Dr. Debbie wearing her shirt. We were just talking about this. It's the number three pick for the pick six. This yes. What is it? What does it say on your shirt there? It says, what is, I can't it says it. it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. <laughs> <laughs> the cone of shame, of course. Everyone who has a pet knows about that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love it. It, of course, is from dogisgood.com. Coming in number two is the traveling fur class Fermi from Fermi.com. It's a blanket nestled Ooh. in a zippered pouch. Okay. It feels like cashmere, but it's called cashmere. It's washable and dryable. It's is that correct? perfect. It comes in a little bag that's the same type of material as the blanket so it's like a little square like a pillow and then you unzip it and you pull out this blanket it's great it feels so most importantly the animals love it either your cat or your dogs check it out at fermi.com and of course all of our picks today at animalradio.com our number one pick coming up this is animal radio you're listening to animal radio The whole dream team is here. 20 days from Christmas, Dr. Debbie, 
Looking kind of holiday-ish right now. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Just like Santa, she knows if you've been bad or good. <laughs> I, I always wonder if she, if she knows what I'm really thinking. Isn't that scary? I, I, yeah, I must say I worry about that myself. <laughs> Susan uh, Sims joining us. Bobby working on news. H1N1 has uh, unfortunately uh, taken a couple of felines so far from this. Uh, no dogs reported yet. All the information at the website, and Bobby has news about that in just a few minutes. Now it's time for your number one pick for the top six picks. We've been counting drum down. Roll. Yes, we don't We don't have a drum roll. Guido, can we get on the drum roll there? Uh, we don't have it. The Skybox Booster Seat from Kurgo.com. It provides enough elevation for her, and when I say her, I'm talking about Ladybug, to have a clear view of the road. It has an adjustable tether that attaches to her harness so she can't get out. It holds up to about 30 pounds. You know how the dogs like to look out, but the problem is is you don't want them sticking their heads out the window because they can get crap in their eyes. Well, not just that, but it's not even safe. So, you know, this is a topic that's close to my heart because I see a lot of dogs that are injured in the car or that are potentially even thrown from a vehicle in an open window. Mm. Even happens at stops at uh, convenience stores and such. So, yeah, I, I'm a big fan of this type of thing. We well, gotta my, have my little, yeah, my little dog, is she's too short to look out the window, but I used to leave her and she would sit on the seat next to me, but then she would crawl around and get down by my you can't feet. Do that. It's a lifesaver. Okay, so we're going to recommend the Skybox Booster Seat, the number one pick of the top six picks from Kurgo, K-U-R-G-O dot com. And of course, all of our top six picks at AnimalRadio.com. Let's, uh, can we run through them one more time real fast? The Dog Tornado by the Company of Animals. Number five, the Ticks and Fleas from Multipet. Number four was the Nico Habitat Contemporary Dog Furniture and Cat Furniture. Number three, the Dog is Good. Themed apparel and gifts for dog lovers. Number two, Two, the traveling first class Fermi blankets. Number one, the Skybox booster seat. All of the information about what we've been talking about at the Animal Radio website, as well as discounts on some of these to purchase them for the holiday season. I, of course, wait till the eleventh hour, and then I hit out the Seven Eleven. They don't have a lot of pet toys there. Well, hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm doing good, and you? Very good. I have the whole dream team here. It's your beck and call. Oh, I appreciate that. I've got a question about Dynavite, and if there's any other supplement that would uh, take the place of it. Um, I, I had a dog that was 18 years old, and uh, five years prior to her passing, we put her on Dynavite. She had uh, gross tumors that uh, actually expelled themselves uh, after we got her on Dynavite about six months uh, afterwards. And, and the vet was totally amazed with that and surprised that she lived as long as she did. But uh, we were grateful with that. But I've got a Situ, and then I've got a mixed Beagle hound dog. And uh, the Beagle is approximately 14 years old, and she's having arthritis problems with her joints and stuff. And we got her on glucosamine right now. And uh, is there anything else I can do for her to help alleviate her joint problems? Well, potentially, and there's a, there's a lot that we can do for pets that have arthritis or what we're presuming to have arthritis. And glucosamine is probably the most popular thing that we look at as a supplement form. Um, and just like people who take glucosamine, it helps to kind of restore the building blocks of cartilage and joint fluid. So that that's a very good thing for a pet that has arthritis. And I like to give that to dogs that have 
chronic arthritis uh, that are recovering from an orthopedic injury. So I think that's a very sound thing. As far as other supplements, um, some people give um, omega fatty acids um, for the benefits of joint uh help as well. And that can be very useful. So, you know, things like Dynavite have some fatty acids. So, um, you know, I can't tell you as far as what other products I would use maybe there, but uh, I think a good fatty acid product is uh, definitely something I'd look at. Maybe and then, a fish oil? Yeah, basically like a fish oil. And okay. as far as other things that we look at, you know, we have to decide at what point do just natural things help and what point do we need to look at giving, getting the pet on something more definitive to help pain. Not that I'm against supplements. I believe in them. I use them. But I like to make sure that we're being very um, abreast of what's the most important thing that this pet will need. And if a pet needs a pain reliever, I believe in giving a pain reliever. So that might be something else that we can look at in an older pet. If she's not already on some kind of non-steroidal pain medicine, then you know talk to your veterinarian because I would really look at that as well to use in conjunction with some of the supplements that can be helpful. And then probably the most overlooked thing when we talk about pets and arthritis is keeping them from getting fat. <laughs> and that's a very real thing that can help. And so many times we can take pets off of medications that are suffering with pain if we can get them slimmed down to that of a healthy weight pet. So that is always on my prescription pad for pets when we're dealing with arthritis. If they're on the portly side, we cut back on the rations and we do non-weight-bearing activity like swimming or even just low-grade walking just to help uh, burn some calories there. So those are some of the things I probably look at trying. And, uh, you know, I don't know what other kind of health issues your pet has because supplements are kind of always one of those things that is an individual thing. I don't really give a blanket recommendation for what every pet might need. I was thinking maybe a baby aspirin a day to... uh no. 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 Okay. Yeah. There's so many better things out now than aspirin. Aspirin is a wonder drug, but there are much more specific and selective pain remedies for dogs that can spare some of the side effects. And the bad thing with aspirin with pets is that it can cause stomach ulcers. It can cause kidney-related problems, and we're not effectively treating the pain as best we can when we have some of these other side effects. So um, there's a lot of medications out there. The newer ones um, are more selective for different what we call Cox selection, um, and I love some of the different products in use in my clinic, uh, Prevacox, uh, Rimadil, Medicam, Jeramax, there's tons. So I would talk to your veterinarian on what might be the best call for your pet and any other pre-existing conditions, but those kind of things far outweigh um, the safety margins of giving an aspirin or even, heaven forbid, something like a Tylenol, which has such a narrow uh, toxic uh, dose for pets that we try to just stay away from it. Boy, Kevin, you should have seen when you you said aspirin. Her eyes, I'd never seen her eyes get so big there. You know what? I, I got a shockwave through the radio or through the phone here, so I understand that. I, I really appreciate your feedback on that, man. Uh, it's been nice talking Thank with you. you and- Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. We appreciate your time. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team. Calm down. Hey. <laughs> This is Animal Radio Network. 
Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. How? By cutting out the middleman. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free, no-obligation quote direct. $5,000 engine replacements and other expensive repairs will cost you nothing. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance, free flat tire service, free jump start service, and low monthly payment options. Feel secure knowing each plan is backed by a solid A-rated insurance company. It's coverage that's customized to meet your needs. Get peace of mind about future expensive car repair bills. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Don't wait. Call 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about Animal Radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. Just a few minutes, Riley Mers, nine-year-old Riley Mers, and her mother, Sherry, will be joining us. Riley is allergic to peanuts. Ooh, that's not good. But she has a service dog that sniffs those little nuts out and keeps her safe. It's amazing <laughs> what Sherry calls. Isn't yeah. it amazing? I understand they use dogs now to find pirate DVDs. He can just dogs' dogs. noses are far more sensitive than we can even imagine. Yeah. I love them. Hi, Grace. How are you doing? Well, I've got these feral cats that... Uh, I always seem to have them coming around, and uh, these are a different set. And I've been feeding them for about, uh, oh, I'd say eight months. And um, uh, these, uh, there's uh, two, uh, well, there's a mother, and she scared, shoes the kittens away. Well, one cat must be about five months old, and the other one must be maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then there was another one coming, and that's not coming anymore. But what I want to know is, uh, now, they're, they're getting pretty friendly. One comes in the house sometimes. I want to be able to find out when I can take them to be spayed or neutered, and how can I get friendly with them. I had, I had some cats before that I took three of them at different times over to the vet. And they mm-hmm. do them for nothing, which is really great, because mm-hmm. I thought I'd have to pay, I'd get a coupon from the animal control and then have to pay part of it. But no, they said they do that for free. Well, anyway, um, now I'm feeding them mostly dry food and okay. occasionally canned food. It's expensive to get the canned food. Uh, is dry food just as good? You know what? Those kitties will be so thrilled to get dry food versus canned food. I'd have to say that they don't necessarily need the canned food, and you're doing such a good thing to help them out, and they will appreciate you no matter what you put down for them. So I would be fine with the canned food or the dry food. The dry food, okay. Yeah. Because I can get coupons for well, I can get coupons for either, but anyway. Sure. So now you have these kitties, and you're wanting to get them spayed and neutered, so yeah, we're talking about, like, at what time is it best to do that? And yeah. I'd have to say with feral cats, some of the rules might be a bit different. In general, the recommendation is generally around six months of age is when we become reproductively active as cats. So um, we want to get that done before then. Now, if we have feral cats, sometimes it's a matter of when you can catch them. And uh, there's, a, there's a technique with most shelters, what's done with feral cats where they actually knock
notch the ear. So it kind of gives a visual sign that these kitties have been spayed or neutered. I really would say when we can get them caught... I would get that procedure done. Yeah. And then as far as, you know, getting how to get these guys more tame or more more acclimated to human contact, the best thing I can advise you there is to use food as your assistant <laughs> because food rewards are going to go very far with these uh, feral kitties. Uh-huh. Now, if you're just feeding them constantly, they're not going to have any motivation to be interested in you because the food is there. So while you want to feed them, but if you if you need to do training and you're looking to do some uh, socialization when it comes to humans, you want to be the provider of the food. If you're trying to catch them, the trick is um, if you have, uh, you know, some people use live traps to catch yeah. feral cats and they're very humane. Um, you just want to use food and make sure you let them eat in- inside that trap for oh, many days, in. weeks. They won't go in. Uh, they won't go in the trap. Okay. The the trick is that that is that needs to become the place where the food is without any kind of fear. So you want to use the trap, but not set it. You want to make that the site where the kitties go to eat. So put the food on top of the trap. Put the food inside the trap. But that needs to be associated with a very favorable experience. And then with time, then we'll get them to where after time, then we'll go ahead and set that trap so that you can start wait, wait, catching When you say them. after time, how much time do you mean? I mean, a week, two Well, it weeks? depends. It depends on their food source. If they have other food in that immediate area, they may not be very motivated okay. uh, to go there. So this could be something over a matter of days or weeks that you know we'd be looking at trying to get them uh, accustomed to, to going in and uh, feeding inside the trap. We wish you the best of luck, Grace, and uh, hopefully you'll get new additions to your family there. one 405 8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Flade here doing your vets. Uh, your, oh, boy. I really need a break. <laughs> no, no. You had too much vodka today. Yeah, I told you. You have to be careful. We're already celebrating the holidays, it seems. And yeah, we do. We do. done my shopping yet. <laughs> we're going to have your top six picks. And there's no lead in any of the toys or products that we're going to be talking about. That's a story that uh, Bobby will be covering in just a few minutes. Apparently... Uh, lead in some toys for pets? Yeah, oh, it could be harmful. Yeah, be listening for that. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet there, Vlade? Mika started already. We already got for her bullet stick. You know what the bullet stick means? Uh-oh, yeah. I'm afraid to ask. Go ahead, tell them what a bully stick is. <laughs> bully sticks, it's, um, how put it in much in a politically correct way, it is just penises from a bull, bull's penises. They're not missing it's, them? It's penises for, from bull, yes. you know. Wow. Judy, just for you, I, because I see you look at me like I have uh, a hungry box. <laughs> yes. It comes in the different shapes and sizes, just wow. want to make sure. The size is important, right? It really is. The size is important and shapes are important. So, so the thing is, um, it's a it's a safe alternative to the rawhides, uh-huh. and we behaviorists and trainers highly suggest this product for puppies, for dogs, as again and again safe alternative to the uh, rawhide. Here's what I'm really concerned about: is I know my dog comes up to me and he licks me all over my face, and I just don't want him doing that after he's been sucking on a bully stick. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that wrong? Yeah, I, I really I totally relate to that. I, I understand. I understand. But you know, it looks like you will never even um, uh, even recognize it could be something real when you look at the bully stick. Uh, it's just no, dried up. It's already dry. There's nothing worse than bully stick breath. It really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, Judy, your your dog is licking you a lot after he chew on that stuff, you know. No, You're probably getting a lot of bullet sticks as the free gifts from the company. No, Hal won't allow them here in the studio. I know Blue Buffalo. They're real proud now. <laughs> <laughs> and now I know why Vlade has a has a condom over his microphone. You, a lot of people say, why does Vlade sound so muffled? It's the condom over the microphone. Uh, but you know, the seriously uh, speaking, uh, toys because we all we talk about the toys all the time yeah. on the station. And people, it's um, important for you to understand. Dogs' toys always must come from three categories. And those Category are. Category number one, interactive toys. Interactive toys, it's the toys where the dog can interact with. Like like a, something the dog rotates and the treats is coming from that or make he, he touch it and make some noises. That's interactive toys. Ah. Uh, yes. A chew toys, which is bull sticks, which we already discussed. Could be nylon bones and different type of the toys which the dog can safety, safety chew on it. And play toy. Play toy, a lot of uh, stuffed animals, uh, squeakies, and all the things. You always want to make sure that your dog has a few sets. So you could, you could rotating them. Make sure each set consists of the items from those three categories. That's a good play idea. Play toy, chew toy, and interactive toy. By the way, by the way, one funny thing. One day I was giving seminar to the women's organization. Women's organization loves Vladi. Yes. I don't know for what reason, but yeah. you know, I, yeah, I, I gave them, I gave them training session about how training the man as the dog. No, how to become alpha female among the males. Secret comes from canine pack. Basically, explain to them. Listen, people, being woman, it's uh, very difficult. It's no matter what society we live. American democratical society or, or dog society, you know, canine society. Every male approaching approaching to the female, he automatically it's reflex. He's automatically uh, it's not reflex. What you think, hell? Yeah, no. He's automatically expecting submission. But the canines females knows the way around. And I was teaching my uh, my females. Uh, uh, people who who gather to to on my conference to teach them those tricks which every canine female knows. So I was talking about different tricks, and I was talking about, of course about my favorite bullet sticks. I explained them all sizes and shapes, and and uh, you know switch to different category and start to talk about interactive category. One lady raised her hand and asked me, "Excuse me, excuse me, I would not, I, I'm still I'm still on the bullet stick. Is it?" Is it, is it bullet stick? Is it interactive toy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it really depends on who you ask there. I just said it's, 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 it's a matter how you use it, lady. I mean, it was a hilarious. Everybody was just dying from there. <laughs> Dr. Debbie, you won't mind if I say that you're you're kind of a geeky. I mean, you like that whole... You snap... <laughs> Things. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like you like bugs and looking at icky things under the microscope and. Um, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> the rubber glove thing. 
every time uh-huh. you come snap in, in the snap rubber, rubber glove, it's yeah, a little yeah. scary there. Uh, but we, we're so happy to have you as part of the Animal Radio team. And oh, thank you. Of course, I mentioned at this time of the year, we're very thankful to have the whole team together to answer your questions and to celebrate our connection with our pets. I just got an email at yourvoice at animalradio.com. It says, hi, guys. My new little buddy, Shammy. What a cute name, Shammy. Shammy, I like that. Is that like the Shammy? Is that, oh, like that was Sham Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My new little buddy, Shammy, has a very interesting and perhaps entertaining habit of lifting his hind leg as he stands over one of the heat vents in the house. And he'll just lift in the breeze, if you will. Uh, he isn't urinating or marking. He just goes over there and he lifts his leg, apparently, over wow. the, the heating vent. We wondered why he started doing this. Any suggestions? Dr. Debbie, any ideas? I have to say that it sounds to me like he's starting a marking behavior. Why there's no pee coming out, I'm not sure. But, you know, if a heating vent passes a lot of currents and scents, then I could see where this might be Uh a form of him wanting to mark. But I just wonder where the pee is. Now, (laughs) Now that you mentioned this, I noticed that our cats, they will walk around the house and they will... Uh, go up to a wall and shake their tail and look like they're marking, but nothing will actually come out. Is this uh, is there such thing as dry marking like that? Well, yeah. I mean, as far as with that, some posturing. So there's different behaviors that can lead up to maybe say an actual marking event. Mm. So yeah, that's why I'm suspicious that this little guy and you know maybe your kitties, but you know if they're doing it over an electric or a heating vent, my goodness, that could smell really foul. Ah, yes. Okay. So you probably want to check that out there. Make sure that uh, nothing more serious is going on than just going over and lifting his leg in the breeze. Maybe he just likes the breeze. Us guys, you know, human yeah. guys, we like that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Send your emails to yourvoice at animalradio.com. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Bed bugs are back, and just talking about them makes me all itchy. But relief is on the way. She's a nine-pound dog named Nudie, a near-hairless Chinese crested mix who's one of the dogs trained to detect the biting critters by Perriero's J&K Canine Academy in Florida. Exterminators say that in the last year, they've been getting 50 times the number of bed bug calls they used to get. Dogs have been used to sniff out termites, but now with the bed bug outbreaks, Perriero says the bed bug training is like hitting the lotto. Nudie was found in a shelter, and she loves to find bed bugs. Her owner trainer just says, find your bees, I guess short for bed bugs, and Nudie jumps on the mattress and starts pawing where they are. She's then rewarded with a treat, a good girl, and a kiss on the head. Bugs in your bed is a pretty creepy thought, but experts say although bed bugs can leave a reddish welt, they don't pose a serious health risk. I feel much better now. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-800-874-7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-800-874-7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Listen closely. 
Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. This is Animal Radio, baby. Wow. It didn't pick you as a Rolling Stones type of gal yeah, there, Judy. I like that drum beat. one 405 Thanks, Guido. You always cheer us up. The whole uh, dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinnie Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Uh, Judy, Ladybug, Boog. And I'm Hal, by the way. So uh, just in case you're wondering who the blowhard is, that's me over here. Well, we know. And we're uh, at your we beck and call. We love you, Hal. You know who we really love? And this healthy Oops. helping of Animal Radio is brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family. So feed them like family with blue. It's not just a color. Are my favorite guests there? Yes, they're waiting. Cool. Hi, Sherry. Hi. We have Sherry Murs on the phone with us. Is Riley there? Riley's here, and so is her dad, Brett. Okay. Riley has a peanut allergy. Is that correct? Yes, it is. When did you first discover this? Did you know it from birth, or did you run in the family, or did you out for a, a date? <laughs> we, we did not know... Um at first, what was going on with Riley? Um, I had actually had problems my life last trimester being pregnant. We found pictures since of her having hives on her belly when she was like three days old. Um, so almost immediately, we knew something was wrong. We had no idea it was a peanut allergy. She was finally diagnosed when she was five months old. It could yeah. be like like really small amounts of peanuts, right? Well, right. I mean, at that point, I was still nursing her, so that's how she was getting the peanut protein into her body was from Dude, me nursing her. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I see on packages, like I'll buy fruit, and it'll say it was packaged in a plant that they packaged peanuts. And I'm thinking, there's no nuts in this product here, Why but they're they, telling yeah. people that might be allergic, I'm assuming, right? Right, exactly. It's, it's for kids like Riley that, you know, have these more extreme allergies. That's why they, exactly why they have it on there. Really, you can't go anywhere without getting exposed to this these days, can you not? I mean, I can't think, she can't go to the movie theaters. She can't, uh, can she go to school? She can't go to grocery stores. How did this affect her life? Well, you know, it's kind of interesting because schools are starting to realize that more and more of these kids do have severe peanut allergies. For whatever reason, it's becoming more and more common. And because of that, 
Um, there are places that Riley can go, and there are accommodations that we can make. But even making those accommodations, we were finding she was going into anaphylaxis way more than I was comfortable with. Wow. Okay. So you figured maybe a service dog, which seems like a great idea. Yeah. So how did you find a dog, which I guess is like a C&I dog, but it sniffs out peanut fragments? Right. What happened was I was watching um, a television documentary about the Beagle Brigade, and they were showing how these dogs in airports find illegal fruits and vegetables. And the thought occurred to me, if a dog can do that and behave that well, why can't a dog help my child find peanuts to keep her safe? Wow. And from there, I started researching trainers and actually breeds of dogs because, you know, she has some pet dander issues. Uh Um, And it just kind of grew into us finding Rocco. Once Rocco was trained, um, a few people found out about it. It made one news story. And within days, we had hundreds of people contacting me going, is there any way we can reproduce that for my son or my daughter? What kind of dog is Rocco? Yeah, what kind of dog is Rocco? Um, Rocco's actually a um, Portuguese water dog with an improper coat, so he's a low dander dog. Did you get him at the, the, uh, because uh, Barack Obama? As the Obamas? (laughs) I actually was before the Obamas. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) What I meant to say is, did Obama get it because of you? Well, and, you know, I've often wondered that because we um, actually we work with the Portuguese Water Dog Rescue, and we now have five dogs in our program that either have improper coats or, for whatever reason, were rescued, that we've turned those dogs into dogs that are saving children's lives. Okay, now here's where I'm confused in the timing. Is it the name of Rocco, wasn't that named after Barack Obama's dog or well, Barack Obama? That, that's, well, he was running for election. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what he was running. Oh, okay. My daughter did that. So he hadn't actually even gotten into office. And then whenever they were talking about, you know, his daughter needing a hypoallergenic or really allergy-friendly uh, dog, um, we all had a big laugh over that. Uh, so, so I imagine that a lot of people were able to relate to you and to the situation with Riley. You said you got a, an influx of calls and uh, emails what has happened since? Well, what we did was we created a nonprofit organization called Angel Service Dogs so that we can help children find the, the right trainers, the right dog for that situation, and work with their allergists to make sure that the dog is being trained properly for that individual child. Hmm. And actually, we've had a couple of adults that have applied, too. Um, right now, we're standing at over 2,000 applications, and we have five trainers, um, two of which are master certified trainers that the others work under so that we can hopefully work with these families to make their lives better too. Do children ever grow out of this allergy? Some children do. Um, the fact is, or, you know, from the research I've done and what allergists have told me, children that have a rasp of over 50 tend to not grow out of this. And those children that have a greater than 100, especially if they have a history of anaphylaxis, mm those children are most likely not going to grow out of this. Mm-hmm. So, And those are the kids, quite frankly, I'm looking for. I mean, I've had some people apply, and when you actually, one of our success stories to me is a little boy who applied for a dog, and in our process, we require that they give us a letter from their allergist saying that the child is anaphylactic and a letter saying that having a dog in their life will not cause them harm. Well, because of that, the mom takes the little boy back to the allergist, and they actually ended up doing a food challenge after the test results came back, and he's no longer allergic to peanuts. Wow. So to me, that was a success story for angel service dogs um, because we have a child out there who's getting to live a life that I'm totally jealous of, (laughs) you know. Um, But it was because of this process that they did that.
Mm-hmm. Um, most of our kids, though, are children who have had, you know, most of the people applying are people who have had anaphylactic episodes, have had to use their EpiPen auto injector, and, you know, have had to go to heroic measures to save their, their children's life yeah. on multiple occasions. How much does it cost to train one of these dogs? Um, the training, ten to $12,000. And the reason it's 10 to 12 is some of these children have multiple allergies. Huh. We're not just training dogs for peanuts. We're also training them for milk or, you know, um, whey, soy, wheat, um, other items. And, you know, some of these kids, what has to go into the dog is pretty extensive. Um, then you also have the cost of the dog. These allergy-friendly breeds tend to not yeah. be your more inexpensive dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, occasionally we are able to, um, you know, a breeder will donate a dog, and then we work with, you know, we try to work with the right family on that. Okay. Um, then they have, the family has the cost to actually come out to Colorado because we require a two-week class where the family and the child works with the trainer to learn how to use the dog. Um, there's a lot that goes into being able to read your dog mm-hmm. and, the parents have to keep the dogs training up, so they have to know what to do with this dog. Can we talk to Riley? Um, sure, she's right here. Okay. Talking to Riley, who has a peanut allergy. She's nine years old and uh, has had this whole, her whole life. Hi. How are you? Good. Tell us about Rocco. Well, Rocco's my peanut dog. and um, What happens when you go somewhere, there's some kind of nut? What, what does he do? What does Rocco do? Hey, Riley, why don't you tell him about the other day when we were at the train station and I told you to go stand by that plant stand. What did Rocco do for you? Oh, yeah. Um, we had just gotten off of the train, and my mom had told me to stand by this plant. Uh-huh. He sits down, and and then my mom told me to come. I'm like, come on, Rocco, come on. He won't move. He's clearly sitting down. Huh. Mm-hmm. So my mom looks on the ground, and though is candy wrappers and a full um like a peanut butter yeah so he'll go over to where the peanuts are and he'll sit down and stay there well what he what he did was she was walking along he basically stopped you know to show her where it was but he stopped about a foot before she even got to it so he clearly was letting her know you know that she was getting ready to go into an area that could cause her danger wow um which was that's amazing awesome (laughs) you know and, and, you know, quite frankly, you know, one of the things we tell our parents is you cannot check your brain at the door when you get one of these dogs. Nope. You're still responsible to read labels, look in the area, but, you know, life happens, you know? Oh, and that's when these dogs are an awesome extra tool for these kids. I'm sure there's a lot of other benefits, which we all know just because we're all animal lovers. Oh, I- absolutely. You know, Rocco, um, you know, and that's one of the things we tell people is, you know, Rocco's a great dog, and hopefully your dog will do these things for you. But he's he's actually woke me up in the middle of the night when Riley was having trouble. Uh-huh. Another thing that has been kind of neat is the pack that Rocco has we've designed so that it carries Riley's emergency medication. Mm. It has her EpiPen auto-injector, um, antihistamines, those kinds of things that she needs if something did go wrong uh-huh. that we would be able to save her life with. And a lot of schools will not allow children to carry those medications. So for some of our kids, that's a huge benefit to these dogs. Does it, is the dog allowed to go into the classroom? Yes. It's a service um, dog. It can go anywhere, can it? Right. It's, right. Uh, it's, it's, 
It does something for a disabled handler that the person cannot do for themselves. Now, we do talk to the parents about because some of these kids are like little, little kids. And, you know, clearly a three-year-old cannot manage, you know, it's the three-year-old that can't manage the dog, not the dog's ability, you know. Um, so what happens a lot of times in those situations is the mom will go into the classroom, do a sweep to make sure it's safe, and then, you know, the dog, it's not necessarily, you know, mandatory that the dog stays with the kid all day. Right. Um, but for that child, like, we trained a dog on wheat, and um, the class that had been in this room before had been using Play-Doh, which has wheat in it. And the dog alerted to where the little boy was getting ready to sit down. Damn, that's amazing. It is amazing, and we are so out of time. They do the same thing here with me. I have someone that goes into a room before me and, and checks for sharp objects, and then they they leave. <laughs> we have. I to. want you know it's around it's the holidays so right now. You're a nonprofit foundation. I want to give out your uh, web address, which is angelservicedogs.com. I'm sure you could use the donations. We'll link to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Sherry, th- thank you so much. Riley, thank you so much too. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Love you guys. Thank you. Hold on there for a second. What do you got coming up in the news, Bobby? (laughs) (laughs) I love the way you edit. It's excellent. We're going to take a look at the strict guidelines for children's toys and lead levels, but the fact that there just aren't any for pets. It's coming up in the news. If you want to get in on the phones right now to talk to any one of the Dream Team, if you have a medical question, the Animal Radio Vet, Dr. Debbie, takes care of all the animal radio animals. Also, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, trains all the animal radio animals, and he's proud of it. When you give somebody love and nothing exp- in, in front, and after nothing explained in return, you're just becoming follower and not the leader. And I believe in the relationship with the pets where you lead and the dogs follow. And I saw many behavior problems happening when it goes vice versa. This is my philosophy. It's a good philosophy. I follow it, and it's helped a lot of people. If a Vinnie Penn... Uh, is here for the haha animal communicator Joy Turner and Susan Sims. Bobby working on news. We're all here at 1 866 405 8405 right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew. One shot and it's gone. Call 1 800 874 7070 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. This is an animal radio news update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. To get on store shelves, children's toys have to pass strict guidelines for safety, specifically lead content, but the toys in the pet aisles do not. And like humans, any excessive amount of ingested lead can cause a variety of problems for cats and dogs. Dr. Lisa Moses, a veterinarian at Angel Animal Medical Center in Boston, says, quote, lead toxicity typically causes either gastrointestinal signs like vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite. Local news team in Boston investigated and discovered there were no federal safety guidelines for pet toys and no federal agency to monitor them for lead content or choking hazards. Both Petco and PetSmart, two of the largest national retailers for pet supplies, told the local investigative team in statements that they hire independent companies to check for toxic chemicals and other safety concerns before products are even stocked on store shelves. That local news team in Boston also contacted the Cardinal Pet Company, the distributor of a toy called Spinmeister. They found out it has some pretty high levels of lead. Companies said that they have stopped selling it, but... They can't control the sale of any leftover inventory still available on some store shelves. 
And we brought you the story this summer of the largest dog fighting crackdown in U.S. history. It covered eight states, involved over 500 dogs. The ASPCA reports that after months of rehabilitation, most of the rescued dogs are doing well. The adult dogs, most of them pit bulls, were evaluated for aggressive behavior, and two-thirds of them, along with most of the puppies, passed the test. The ASPCA said, quote, with socialization and training, many of these dogs may well turn out to be excellent pets and companions, end quote. And some modern-day cowboys used walkie-talkies and cattle prods to help round up a herd of bison on the island of Santa Catalina. The Sunrise Operation was a success, according to the L.A. Times story, that says the reason for the roundup was contraception. No, the bison didn't have to sit there and listen to boring lectures. Instead, the females were given a contraceptive vaccine. The goal is to keep the herd size down to around 150, resulting in a healthier, more manageable bunch of bison, as well as a healthier environment for that wonderful island wow. of Santa Catalina. Didn't they try nice, condoms huh? at first? Didn't work. Didn't yeah. work for them a lot of it's injuries. It's hard to go yeah. in the drugstore for a bison to just walk up there and try and... They're anyway. embarrassed. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. I was thinking more about putting them on. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Your home can be full of hazards. Here's a tip to minimize dangers. Keep antifreeze out of reach. It has a sweet aroma and taste, but can be fatal. Also, be careful when using baited pesticides. These products are scented to attract pests, but can also lure our pets. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This is Animal Radio. Twenty days till Christmas. Oh, Size fifteen. That. I don't know what you're getting, you're getting your animals there. I'm already losing my voice. Vlade, are you shopping yeah. for the dog yet for Christmas? <laughs> yes, I do. I mean, why are you losing uh, your voice? Uh, you, we, we didn't I'm have screaming. a Zyvatka yet. I, oh, I'm yet. screaming. Okay. No, the vodka yeah. actually, actually makes my voice better. Yeah, until he hasn't had it, it yet. better, that's it. I train you really well with that stuff since we start to work with you together. I mean, you're well-trained. Now one day I can take you with me to Russia, and you will not let me down. <laughs> I saw that you were sharing some of that tea with Dr. Debbie there. Uh, we warned her. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, taking a nap now, but she'll be back in just a, just a second. Uh, let's go to the phones. I believe we have Sherry on the phone. Hi, Sherry. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? I'm in Bend, Oregon. Beautiful Bend, Oregon. Sounds uh, cold. Beautiful. No, well, actually, it is cold, but the skies are so blue that it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Sounds nice. You're on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hello, Hi, Vladi. Sherry. So I how can we for Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a two-year-old uh, male boxer, and um, I can't get him to quit on uh, deciding that everybody needs to be humped on. <laughs> what do you mean? He's, mo- he's mounting humping people? He's mounting people? everything. Everybody, everything. And I sprayed him with some, you, <laughs> some vinegar in a bottle and spray him and, with and it. You believe, and you believe he has a sexual, it's sexual or dominance? What do you believe? You know, I think that he's just doing it for attention, but I'm not really sure because as soon as he does it, I scream and then he's like, oh, wow, I got her attention. But I don't know. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're driving in the right direction, just in the wrong car, you know? <laughs> like uh, and uh, like you're driving in Ford, Ford Escort. I gotta put you in Mercedes right now. Oh, that works. You know <laughs> that would work. You know, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, by intention, 
actions you're saying the right things like uh, every time he jumps on someone he gets your attention you're screaming on him he loves drive you nuts and get your attention because that's the only way for him to feel special about that normally labs and goldens like to behave like this but boxer it's just to some degree you know a little bit the funny lab as well they have mo most of them have the same attitude the same bulletproof the same childish okay uh, so you know let's we fix that behavior problem with the speed of Russian satellite guided missile if you don't mind okay uh, we're gonna use for this particular behavior one of two methods method number one very popular in Europe it calls behavior modification approach based on the objects flying through the air no, no, no couches or chairs or any other heavy items. Don't get me wrong, but you know something which make the noises. Like uh, I like uh, I like uh, uh, shaking can, but I don't put in the uh, pop can. In Michigan we say pop can, in California and the rest of the world they say soda can. Yeah, so we I don't put. <laughs> so we don't put. We're gonna have a metal, not metal, like aluminum one, uh, not okay. plastic one. We're not gonna put the uh, coins. We're not going to put marbles or landscaping stones. We're going to put inside just okay. four, five pennies. Okay. Pennies. I still have a Michigan accent. Pennies. How's it properly? <laughs> so you you put it in, you tape it, and it's becoming a uh, weapon of massive massive destruction. So you you need to have five, six of them and uh, put them in the strategic places. Okay. And after that, have attitude. Make my day. What is your dog's name? Oh, his name is Bob. <laughs> Bob. So you have to have completely different attitude. Right now you have attitude. Why you call the, the dog's human's name? Why are you giving them human's name? Bob is the human name. But anyway, you, I, it's I a long America. story. Uh, you, you're in America. Like, you probably name him uh, in the token of your one of your boyfriend from the past or something. You <laughs> like it or don't. Just, but the second you story. You just never know. Okay, I never know, and I used to. So anyway, you put it in the strategic places, enough to have completely different attitude. Now I'm very serious, not about, oh, please don't jump, don't hump, because Vladi told me, I, I, you know, and you know, I don't want you jump because I don't want to toss. No, you have different attitude. Make my day, Bob. I want you go and son of. I would put this way mentally for yourself because he is the son of. The as a matter of fact, his mother, That's mother right, was the is. biggest. <laughs> biggest bitch in his life. So you have to be the a little bit bitchy too. So okay. make sure, make sure. Yeah, we have we are on very pop, politically correct radio all the time. And right now, hell doesn't know to push the button or not push the button. You know, don't okay. push the button. You cannot put condom on my microphone, hell. So stay and, and don't move. We just okay. I just talk to the public. I talk to we have every side of the sun. We have half a million listeners, and people wants to see Vladi's fresh talk. Without any <laughs> translations. Okay. So okay. once he jump on anyone, you sidewise without raising your hand because you don't want to scare him. You want to just just spook him. You want to startle okay. him. Sidewise, make the sound. Ah! Move forward. And let it go, aiming under him or toward his shoulder blade. It's okay because it's very light. It's just tapping him in the shoulder. Like, sure. hey, well, I'm talking to you right now. Like sometimes we're tapping somebody else. Don't focusing on the physical impact. Focusing on your attitude. You have to own it. You have to like. You have to have an attitude like. Like the Oprah has on the stage. Oprah has attitude like a, like a Russian tank in American neighborhood. You know, this attitude you need to come out of you. Ah, boom, let it go. He just, oh, 
look at you. Okay. From that time, you say to him, good boy, and turn around and say, go, go ahead, jump on somebody else now. You do three, four times, and it's going to stop. And if it doesn't stop, it means you just gave him $2 ticket for speed violation. And very quickly, because we're running out of time, but uh, another approach would be using another device by name, pet convincer. Pet convincer, it's emit the spray of air and sound. Very effective. Petconvincer.com, you can get it. You don't need to throw anything. Just one convincing air blast. Bad ah. behaviors in the past. Thank you for calling me. This Thank is the Vladi from Animal Radio. one 405 I don't know if Oprah will be walking around anymore like uh, that anymore. I mean, now that she's retired, uh, she'll probably... Where will she get her next dollar? That's what I'm worried about. I'm concerned if she has enough money to retire now. Next Friday, the big debut of The Princess and the Frog from Walt Disney Pictures. That's so cute. It looks great. I want to go see it. Look at the voices here. John Goodman, Oprah Winfrey. We figure this is how Oprah's probably going to make it from now on because she's going to need some extra work. That's what I'm thinking. A beautiful 2D hand-drawn traditional animation. This is kind of, they're celebrating the big return to this kind of animation. You know, they have all the computer stuff now. They don't really even need actors anymore. But I like the old this stuff. Is, this I'm, seems I'm like the old that. stuff. Yeah. It comes down to the modern twist, the old classic tale featuring the beautiful girl and a frog prince who desperately wants to be human again and a fateful kiss that leads them both on a hilarious adventure through the mystical New Orleans. It sounds like my life, but it uh, wasn't in Louisiana. It didn't take place in Louisiana. (laughs) Yeah, this is a great time. Yeah, I get to exploit my grandchildren, but they don't realize what I'm doing because I want to go see these movies, so I have the excuse. This is their excuse. Yeah, because I feel funny. Me too. I'm all over it with my nieces. (laughs) Yeah. They don't know we're exploiting them just to get into the theaters. Opens up. Friday in theaters, and to celebrate, we have a Zippity Learning System from Disney. It's the Princess and the Frog Learning Game. It gets children dancing, jumping, playing, and learning with the Disney characters they love. And we're also going to throw in two movie t-shirts and these frog slippers. Are these adorable? <laughs> I'll hold them up to the microphone so you can see the They're frog too slippers. Small for you, Hal. Yeah. Because if they fit me, this package would be minus frog slippers. I'll tell you that right now. You'd be, yeah. If I know you'd be you, coveting them. Yes. Yeah, if they fit you, you'd be the princess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I really have to. This, I'm going to church after this show, and I'm Jewish. <laughs> When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stand strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. 
Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. This December, you can log on to their website for a chance to win a fabulous prize for your canine companion. You can enter every day, December 1st through the 25th at FidoFriendly.com for the 25 days of Fido Friendly gift giving. Prizes include jewelry, clothing, food, books, and a grand prize from Bissell, the Pet Hair Eraser Vacuum. Pick up a copy of the December issue featuring Hillary Swank at your local bookstore. For contest rules, visit FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. 25 days of gift giving. Just what Fido needs to get in the holiday spirit. Hey, this is Brian DeTillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pets spayed or neutered. Hope you're having a happy and safe weekend. Joy, how are you doing? I'm marvelous. How about yourself? Very good. You ready to take some calls? Absolutely. Animal communicator Joy Turner is joining us and we have, is it Tim? Hey, Tim. Hello. How are you doing today? Good, good. Where are you? Right now I'm in the middle of Ohio. I'm a truck driver on my way to New Jersey from Omaha, Nebraska. Hi, Tim. Who would you like me to talk to for you today? Uh, it's my buddy Gilligan. He's a pug. He's uh, about seven and a half years old. Uh, he goes with me everywhere. He's sort of stuck to me like glue. He's very proud of that fact, too, by the way, that he goes with you everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and... uh People have seen it when I uh, leave to go in to get paperwork or signed. I always thought he didn't do nothing. They said he sits there and whines when he can't see where I'm at. Yeah, he says it's a little, not quite distressing, but a little bit unsettling for him to not be able to just get out and go in with you. So he thinks maybe you should think about that. Well, no, he he does go with me uh, sometimes in there. But there's other times that I leave him in the truck while I go eat, and I'll have to come out here and wake him up because he's sleeping when I get in and take off, and he doesn't even know we left. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. It's it's like this is Gilligan's Island. It's his home. So <laughs> Good. So what can I do for you with him? Just wanted to see if he's happy. He's been going on the road with me for, oh, about six years or six and a half, so... He says he wants to know if you think there's going to come a time in his life when he's going to feel somehow different or not good about being with you. Oh, yeah? Well, I suppose he'll let me know, but otherwise he's he's always... If I go home and if the truck's setting, he'll go out and sit underneath it because he doesn't want me to leave without him. Yeah, I mean, he's absolutely, and he wants you to know, because when they're in my head, I'm also, well, when I'm in their head, they're also in my head. Mm. And so he knows that another previous caller had asked about their dog going with them in a truck, and he says he has the same answer. He plans on going there until his body just can't make it anymore. So he's with you, and he hopes you like it, because if not, you're still stuck with him. Well, that's, that's what I say to him. I lay down at night, and he lays on my shoulder, and I look at him, and I say, you're my best buddy, and he will he can see it in his eyes, and he'll look at me and say, I'm your only friend you've got, so just live with it. Yeah, he's very delighted with you, so he has no plans on not going with you. Well, I've taken him to the vet and, uh, and other places, and they've never seen a pug so calm. Uh-huh. He just 
He's not a. He doesn't hang out at the window and lap and look at that. Right now, he's just laying in the other seat, looking at it, at me. And at night, if I'm driving, he'll lay back in the bunk. And you look back there; he's always looking at me while I'm driving. And I've caught like myself one time almost going to sleep, and there he was. He was just poking me with his paw to wake me up. up. Yep. He absolutely gets what you're doing, and he considers that he's riding shotgun. Yeah, that he is. Well, Tim, give him a big old hug from all of us here at Animal Radio. Yeah. It's good to hear. Hi. Good to hear from you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Remember, your next pet, your next life soulmate, is waiting for you at the shelter today. The entire dream team at your beck and call. Bobby working on news hard. She brings you the news that's important, that matters for you. Animal communicator Joy Turner, she's communicating with your animals. She goes to the other side. Ah, well, okay. (laughs) You may be a skeptic. You're you're a skeptic. I I like the scientific approach. I prefer Dr. Debbie, and you're here, as well as Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Vinny with our comical relief. Let's hit the phones. Hi, Gene. How are you? Hopefully, you can give me some insight into a black lab who scratches a lot. It's the first time we've ever had a lab. We adopted him out of the animal shelter, and he scratches and kind of chews. It not really chews, but um, I, I, I would say nibbles. Nibbles like it tastes really good. <laughs> um, he does scratch a lot, and, and we, we've okay. had 40 years of Rottweilers and never had this. Hmm. So tell me more about the scratching. Is there any kind of problems with his skin where you're seeing sores or patches of hair falling out, anything no, like that? I would like to correct it before it gets to that point. Well, that was going to be my first thing, is that parasites of any sort um, are the first thing that we look at. Um, why? Because, gosh, you can spend hundreds of dollars going down a path if we don't actually make right. sure we don't have some critter there. So even yeah. if you don't see them, um, okay. because they do live indoors, so I would make sure that's being done. If we had any areas where we had hair loss or any maybe sparse patches of skin, then I also like to check for types of skin mites, which are little microscopic critters that can live in the skin. Um some can infect just dogs, and others can affect people, cats, other animals. So it would be very prudent okay. to check that out as well. But okay. if I and hear the story I of a... Well, that we you'd need to see your local veterinarian, and they would do a test called a skin scraping. And it's basically where we just take a little uh, scalpel blade, and we just kind of rough up the skin surface a little bit, and we look under the microscope and uh, look for the creepy crawlers, all those kind of fun-looking critters that you know veterinarians get all cool about you know so uh, that would be one thing but the other thing that i really look at when i have a young labrador that is having itching is the possibility of allergies specifically food allergies and this can be something that even young dogs can start with itching and if we've ruled out infections parasites bacterial infections then i'd like to get them on a hypoallergenic diet and see if they we see any any improvement in the signs. There are what lots of different ways to. Well, there's a lot of different ones, and you might want to see what your veterinarian has. But basically, I like to go to either a novel protein diet, which means based out of foods like fish and potato, uh, rabbit, venison, things like that, um, or there's a different type of diet. Um, 
which uh, I can go into in a little bit more detail at another time. Um, but th- but those kind of foods can help for pets that have food-related allergies, and that might be something to try for a month to two months, see if we see an improvement in our signs. But he's on Purina Pro. Is that something that... You don't like? It's not that I don't like it, but if we're suspicious that a pet has a food allergy, it's a medical condition, and there's really uh, specific diets that would be geared towards a pet that has that. So, um, you know, I'm not food bashing saying your, your diet's bad, but there's better things that we can try if we suspect a pet has a food allergy. And then probably the other thing that I would look at doing just because, you know, can't hurt might help is, you know, to try a good fatty acid supplement. And that's something that you can purchase from your veterinarian or pet care provider and um, it's basically either a liquid or a gel tab type product some come in powders mix it in with the food and that's something that can help to restore some of the luster to the hair coat doesn't stop shedding but it can help with some dryness and and that's something that i would say because we're kind of early on with your dog's um you know itching problem gene that i think we can have a lot of opportunities to try to improve this we wish you the best of luck with that gene 1-866-405-8405 opening up this friday is the princess and the frog i remember when i was a kid there was a frog princess but this is no relation to that. This is the return to traditional 2D hand-drawn, just like Mickey Mouse from Walt Disney Studios. The voice cast, amazing. John Goodman, Oprah Winfrey. Who, really? You know, maybe this is how she's going to make a little bit of money now that she's retired. <laughs> yeah, now that she's leaving. Yeah, how is she going to earn that living? Just, apparently, she's voicing the princess and the frog, and you can check it out opening uh, December 11th nationwide. It's already opened in L.A., those lucky devils down there. And to celebrate, I have a zippity learning system and Disney's The Princess and the Frog Learning Game. This is like a high-energy learning system that gets children dancing, jumping, playing, and learning with the Disney characters they love. Plus, two movie t-shirts, frog slippers. Yes, I would try them on, but they're too small for me. And mini posters, 1-866-405-8405 right now to pick up on this package. Back again, Vinnie Penn party animal uh got into a, a, a bit of a, a bickering match with someone a buddy of mine has got the greatest dog in the world his name is spaz and it fits uh, but as much as spaz is a spaz he's just a great dog after you're there five minutes and he has his three seizures and does four backflips and um jumps into your groin area so repeatedly you're convinced you'll never be able to have another child he totally chills out and hangs in your lap. And he is absolutely a member of this family, my buddy Steve's family. And yet, lo and behold, I'm over there and I see the stockings hung with care because soon St. Nick would be there. No stocking for Spaz. I got into it. How could you not have a stocking? For the, he's a member of the family. Now, make no mistake. Fans of the party animal segment know we have a little fish, Betty. And maybe I'm drawing a thin line here. We don't have a stocking for Betty. You don't get a stocking for the goldfish. I don't know. I want to. I mean, there are animals you. There are pets you get stockings for. And there are pets you don't get stockings for. A dog, you get a stocking for. A cat, you get a stocking for. I don't know. From there, it gets a little bit blurry. I could see maybe getting one for, for the bird in the house. I don't know. Maybe the hamster. It got ugly over there. I mean, of course. Jack Daniels didn't help. My buddy Steve got a bit belligerent when I questioned where Spaz's uh, stocking was. And the night did not end well, especially because 
it got his wife in on it, and she it was one of those awkward kind of holiday moments where she had a little too much spiked eggnog, and she's like, I've been saying the same thing. He never listens to me. See, your friend agrees with me. And all of a sudden, you're standing there like, well, all right then, Merry Christmas. Party Animal, Vinny Penn. Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio Network.